Welcome, welcome to my channel. Shady Salome is my name. The Real Housewives is my game. I'll be reviewing episodes each week of as many of the Housewives shows as I can. I'm based in the UK, but kind of have an obsession with this US reality show. So let's roll. Hey, hey, hey. I'm back. I'm back again. I didn't do a recording last week because, quite honestly... The episode was boring. And that's not really how I thought this podcast was going to go. But that's just the way it is sometimes. Episodes just aren't interesting. And I felt like we were continuing on to talk about the same thing. And I didn't want to put out a podcast that I just wasn't interested in. So this week, we're back again. So I hope you stick with me. We're back again. And it, the episode was quite a juicy one as far as I'm concerned. It, was, it basically made all of this puppy gate lucy juicy apple whatnot to a head just bring the whole thing out we can see who's lying say your piece speak your truth and we can see what's going on and we really did kind of see towards the end of the uh, episode what was going on so uh here we go with the episode we basically started with kyle going to visit maurizio Maurizio is actually my favourite house husband. I really do think. My favourite house house husband. Is that what you call him? House husband, housewife. Yeah, out of, across the um across the franchises. Um Maurizio is one of my favourites um that we have. There is another one, but I can't think of it. I'll have to it'll come to me. It might come to you by the end of this podcast, who my other favourite guys, but but Maurizio is definitely one of my favourite husbands. So they just, they just, you know, Carl's dropped into his office, the agency, and having a little bit of a recap about dropping Sophie off at college the week before in Washington, uh, which was a very emotional, little emotional scene, little emotional episode for them last week. Um, I don't know, you know, every parent goes through it that has to drop their kid to college, but uh, it was emotional for everyone. Mauricio's crying, of course, Carl's crying, the little girl. So, uh, what's her little name? Portia. What's her little name? <laughs> what's the little girl's name? Portia. Uh, yeah, so she was crying. That was quite emotional and it was nice. It was a hard, like, really hard time for a family. And I can only imagine. And I've got a long way to go before that happens for me. But um, I can imagine their emotion. But they just had a quick chat about that. Plus talking also about American Woman, which is Kyle's um, TV show that she had one season of that apparently did quite well um in america we didn't have it over here in the uk um i'm not sure we probably will now because seen as it only didn't get picked didn't get picked up we had one season um but yeah so she's kind of having concerns about that um talking about that with maurizio we find out later on in the episode it wasn't actually picked up but it could the fact that it wasn't picked up could end up healing the rift she's got with her sisters so i think according to um, instagram because i do follow kyle um it seems that she may have made up with her sister, um, Kathy, Kathy Hilton. So, because I see a lot of pictures of them together, and it seems like, uh, you know, fences could have been mended, and um, her and Kathy could be back on a speaking term. But that could be down to the cancellation of American Woman. Who knows? But that's that was the opening scene for um, for for Kyle there. Then we jump over to Dorit, who is having a photo shoot with JMG Magazine guess that's something big in the uh, swimwear world um never heard of it myself but uh Dorit is having a photo shoot with them and they're wanting to put Beverly Beach in the magazine which is Beverly Beach's Dorit's swimwear line and Erica comes over to give her to give some moral support you know helping her out 
at the end of the day, so I've seen that they have to have together. Seems so funny seeing these two together sometimes. I don't know why. I mean, I hope their friendship's, you know, the real deal. But it does seem, sometimes their scenes seem a bit, mm, I'm not sure how genuine they are. But nice to see them together. Nice to see two women like refuting before actually speaking. But not sure how solid that is. But Dorit, I have to say, and I, whew, she has got a hell of a body on her, Dorit. She really, really does. Um, she's in her 40s. She's, her children are young. And obviously, Dorit's a very naturally slender lady. So, um, you know, I guess she'll always be slender like that. But her figure is so, I know she has the implants in, what have you, but you know she she her figure is so nice she was with this model barbie i don't know i can't remember what her surname was barbie something and um so they were sort of filming they were doing a shoot together and to me dorit looked like on a par with this model that you couldn't tell who was the model and, and you know who, who which one wasn't the model you know because they both had these model bodies um well, of course the model did. <laughs> of course the model had a model body, but Dorit did. Her, she looked so good. She really, really looked good in um and didn't like a woman of forty over forty at all. Um so she's promoting her own um swimwear swimwear. Why not? If you can do it, do it. Um and Erica's giving her these tips to uh, pose like this, do that, wear these shoes. It seems to be working. You mean you know, if I if I was in that situation, I'd want a woman like Erica cheering me on and giving me all the confidence and um let me know what looks good and what doesn't so that that was quite a nice scene with those with you know for us to see with those two um and sort of later she pops up you know in between in between shoots she pops up to her room and um Dorit is letting Erica know that there are pages and pages of texts from Teddy to um john blizzard <laughs> john blizzard that this name i tell you this guy's getting more his name is being, being mentioned more times in this season than, than anybody else i think in the whole show even actual housewife um so yeah these pages and pages of texts from teddy between teddy and john blizzard dorit had been shown them by lvp the week before and basically said here we go here's proof that uh teddy knew more than she she let on that she knew and dorit decides to tell erica that this is what's happened and erica's like okay 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 she wasn't being she wasn't lying but she wasn't being 100 percent honest you know she was omitting some of the information and you know erica basically tells her don't trust anybody you, you know you've got this information now you know you probably really do need to speak to um teddy to clear this up but yeah she basically reveals to her you know this text is going on and teddy's hands are as clean as they if she makes them out to be so that's that so obviously we know we know what's coming it's like you need to conf this is the moment where it's like okay this is going to get confronted sooner or later so we jump over to LVP's house, Lisa Vanderpump, and Denise Richards shows up with her two children, Lola and Eloise. Every time Eloise, she's such a sweet girl, every time Eloise appears on the screen, I get all misty, you know, all misty with her because she does, Denise says she does have this chromosomal issue where, you know, 
she has delays and, and she doesn't you know she doesn't speak she doesn't communicate i mean who knows if that's going to improve as she gets older but she's such the sweetest little girl she's like a real light you know this is a real there's a real light around this little girl she's something special so she comes over denise comes over to lvp's place and you know the kids obviously loving all the animals the dogs the horses and they're jumping around and running around over there and um having just they're, they're kind of bonding this is kind of seeing it seems that like it really does seem like you know that who that's denise is who lvp is going to be bonding with this season really and, and denise quite rightfully so is like she doesn't really care what anyone else is saying about lvp she's going to make up her own mind and um you know she's she seems to be quite happy with her lvp's nice to her denise and her children and you know as a mother anybody who's nice to your children you're you're going to be all right with them so it shows their bond between those two um then we jump over to camille and lisa are in a meeting up and they're just meeting up to discuss um camille's party camille's going to be having her 50th birthday to be honest i thought camille was over 50 but that's another story um she yeah gonna be up just a bit of a chit chat and um you know camille is quite um did i say dorit i did hope oh, i didn't um camille camille um is quite chatty and uh obviously she's in good spirits her birthday's coming up and she's feeling nice and and what have you and um she's she's chatting away to lisa rinner about she just goes on one about dorit it seems almost seemed like it came out of nowhere um and uh, she's chatting away, talking about how she doesn't think that Dorit is genuine. And when she when she talks, she feels like these hairs going up on the back of her neck. And and she reckons she talks too much. She doesn't have this kind of money that she says she has. It. At least Arena's just sitting there, like, stood there, going, "Mm hmm, mm hmm." You drink it all in. You know, Arena's going to use that against Camille at some point in the uh, series. I have a feeling in the season she's going to bring that up. Um, but yeah, because it did seem she probably well, it did seem strange because especially after we left you the week before, um, in their case a few days before um, on the holiday, where was it in Mexico? Obviously, I can't remember where they went. It was that boring. <laughs> the last few episodes have been, have been that boring. I can't if they were in Mexico, if they were in Puerto Rico. Where were they? Oh, I can't think where they were. But um, hey, Bahamar, maybe it is. I don't know. I'm getting. <laughs> but uh she yeah she seems to kind of think uh oh, why is camille suddenly turning on um you know turning on dorit you know all of a sudden what, what's dorit done now but uh you know i've got a feeling really yeah when it's gonna pipe that up when, when it's gonna pipe that up and use that against camille so you know you get to see a little flashback of camille, camille's sort of journey on the show really with what she's been through she had her cancer uh diagnosis and uh, she beat that her issues with Kelsey, the divorce with Kelsey, um, and uh, the rough two seasons, and then her issues when she brought up uh, Taylor and um, her, what was his name? What was the name of Taylor's husband that passed away? I can't think of his name now. Um, yeah, but she 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 brought him up, um, and Taylor, when she's talking about how Lisa Vanderpump has sort of kind of been on the she's been on the tail end of lisa vanderpump and um you know the whole orchestrating things getting people to say stuff she doesn't say a word but uh puts it to people's minds into people's minds and then the people come out with it and camille was actually on the end of the lvp sting basically 
when it came to Taylor and her husband at the time um getting you know Camille feels like LVP got uh, Camille to say things to speak out things and um and, you know LVP just sat back and that's the same thing was happening with um Teddy and uh, LVP now so it seems as though well I think the ladies are giving the impression that this is what LVP does you know put ideas into people's heads and then the people speak the words and she's standing back has nothing to do with it you know they could be right i mean especially when bravo was shady as hell and decided to show these flashbacks and you kind of go oh yeah you know maybe yeah these people are starting to make sense um but yeah so that, that's the kind of scene there that you know she's having this little get together little cocktail party whatever for her birthday which is coming up later uh where do we go where do we get from here do we jump from um here we notes again let me notes um so here we are teddy meets up with her therapist val in the park they're going for a walk and then they end up sort of go for a hike rather and they go and end up sitting down and chatting and this val seems like a everyone needs a val in their life okay she's her life coach or therapy with her life coach or therapist and she's basically spilling it all to her therapist from beginning to end teddy is about the dog and um feeling used by Lisa Vanderpump to relay the to relay the information to everybody else. Teddy wanted to back out. She didn't feel it was she was all in the beginning, all in, let's let's get Dorit back. Because fair enough, her and Dorit were in a good place last season. Um she was all in on let's just set up uh, let's set up uh, Dorit here. And and then she feels bad. She does feel bad for this wanting to behave like this and just pulls back and doesn't do what was expected or orchestrated to her by LVP. And um this therapist makes her see sense and um and Teddy's probably mad at herself. Probably mad at herself for going in on it in the first place and then kind of like this is the way it's all gone in the end and she's feeling used. She'd be feeling used, she feels had, feels made a fool of, everything. So that's where the accountability comes into it with Teddy. And I was right, I had a feeling she would, you know, these these tidbits we were getting before with Texas and oh Teddy this or Teddy that. You know, I knew Teddy's yes, Teddy had a part in it, but I knew it wasn't gonna be what we thought. That it's a major role in, you know, or she was majorly lying. She just admitted a few things. But then at that moment when she was talking to her therapist, it was like, No, you're right, I did I did say all these things, I was gonna get on it and then I backed off. And and that's her accountability side coming out of it. So Val the therapist makes her feel better um about the whole thing and you know i believe i really do believe teddy actually it's uh because we had more and more texts kept coming out kept popping up all the time on, the, on their confessionals and it really did make a lot of sense it was um yeah it does it doesn't put lisa vanderpump in a very good position uh because you know teddy's right basically yes she omitted things but she was ultimately right um so then we jump over to a restaurant called Hart and Hunter, where Kyle, Vanderpump, Denise Richards, and her man Aaron are all meeting up. So it's like a, like a nice evening, early evening meal, drinks, whatever. And Kyle and Lisa turn up. They're there. They're waiting and having a little bit of a chit chat. And Denise turns up with her man Aaron. And I think Denise was crunk. She got quite merry on her way there, maybe in the car service, the limo, whatever. Walks in, you think, oh, she's fine. She seems absolutely fine. Then she starts going on about her husband-to-be, Aaron's manhood. I mean, that's all we could hear 
it's all she was talking about and it was almost to the point where okay honey the first few times were funny but now it's not funny because you're just saying the same thing over and over and you're clearly crunked um in that car and you're not making any sense and ain't that worse than somebody coming into a a situation like that drunk and everybody else isn't drunk so you look like a crazy person um she was in her own world she was seriously in her own world and she was she just said look i had quite a bit to drink and i was um you know i was saying load of rubbish talking a little well, who said she was talking a little rubbish to be fair i mean aaron wasn't complaining after what she was saying about him but um it did seem a little embarrassing uh embarrassing for him because he i mean fair enough fair play he didn't sort of say anything to denise he just kind of let her keep keep going which i suppose is quite nice for your man to do um but uh yeah by the end of it i think it, kyle and lisa were pretty like okay you're right how much do we have to hear about this this man's um junk um but you know denise feels the need to uh, let you know but it's, it, it was it looked like a nice night out with with the four of them especially it was also nice to see lvp and kyle getting on so well again which is you know as we know it's going to be short-lived because that's all coming to a hasty end but they had a nice little moment when they came out of the restaurant and were walking along and laughing and and um it just seemed like a couple of old girlfriends having a, a bit of a laugh together so that was that that was that scene oh uh, so where are we so we jump over to kyle yeah who's that what did i say somebody and kyle you can't read my own writing here somebody kyle meets someone now <laughs> i don't even know what that says I, I i don't know what that says maybe maritzi and kyle yeah maritzi and kyle they're getting ready they meet up with ken and lisa they're gonna get ready to go to camille's party camille's party he has has um the time has come for them everybody to get ready and to go um and we know we're going to get the big reveal at this party because we've seen it in all the clips and it comes out you know people start arriving to this little cocktail party where there's just a bit of food go the people start arriving at 6 30 she said a food starts coming around at seven and it's just a little sort of stand-up little thing it was the most to me it was the most oddest little party set up it, and like I know it was just cocktails and drinks and and and, and stuff, but it's something odd about it. It just seemed like it just seemed like people walking into a pub, people walking into a little pub and just getting their drink and stood off to the side and everyone's doing their own thing and it, you know it, I don't know. Listen, listen. Maybe that's a grown folks, mature fifty year old party. Who knows? I might be having one of them kind of things myself, but it, it did seem very. Um, I don't know, sort of a distant. It, it just seemed like a few people in a in a closed restaurant for the night. A little bit odd, you know. But uh, that's where everybody's getting dressed up to go out. Everybody looks fantastic walking in. Hair, clothes, makeup, the lot. Everyone's coming into the restaurant. Everyone turns up. Um, and we know it's about to go down because the first few survivors, Erica, Dorit, Teddy... Um, and, and the reason how I know that Lisa Rinna it may throw back in Camille's face what she was saying about Dorit earlier in the day when they were planning the party for that for that night when Camille was kind of poking poking holes at Dorit in front of Rinna. Something tells me, you know, because Rinna's straight away like, oh, she seems to be pally back with uh, Dorit again, you know, when she arrives for the party. And I thought, mm, watch this space. Rinna's going to bring it up again and throw Camille under the bus. Um, so Teddy decides to pull 
Um, or in fact, I think Dorit might have done it. Dorit pulls Teddy away because she's trying to talk during the party, and Dorit said he goes on and let, let's let's go outside. Let's go outside and talk about this. So they are, and Erica comes with them, and basically, Teddy just you know confesses everything. Yep, yeah, I did want to kind of set you up in a way. And then I realised I didn't want to do it, you know, when I knew I was going to see you. And and that's it. She backed out. Teddy openly admitted, I backed out of trying to set you up. I'm sorry I did it in the first place. Now, I think that's fair. Fair is fair. You've you, you come clean. You've told her what your part was in it. And you've told her why you didn't want to do it and you wanted out. And I think that's absolutely fair enough. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad at Teddy at all if I was Dorit. Um, so they, they have a little hug and, um, you know, because Teddy has told Dorit, you know, there's more to the story. There was more texts, there was more phone calls and it really, really was Lisa that had, um, kind of set this whole thing up and, um, you know, she, she basically, um, LVP needs to take accountability for it. That's what Teddy wants her to do. So... They two, they two actually kind of make up. Dorit and Teddy actually kind of make up and sort of say, let's put it behind us, you know, whatever. But then Lisa, Kyle and Maurizio and Ken all turn up outside the car and Erica alerts them quick. Look, look, she's coming, she's coming. And um, they get out of the car and uh, it's like, oh, this doesn't look good. It, you know, as most people would think it doesn't look good. There's something happening, going to go down in a second. But uh, Lisa... Kyle and walk in. At first, they walk straight past him because Teddy and Dorit are talking outside of this restaurant. And um, so, when LVP, Kyle, and, and crew turned up, they just sort of looked and walked straight past him and walked into the party and greeted Camille. Um, and then it was like, okay, probably, you know, probably, you know, need to go outside and see what's going on. So, Lisa goes outside and she's with Kyle and it all comes out basically everything comes out like teddy's like right okay lvp i've given i've owned up to my part of it yes i did try and set three up because that's what you know you wanted me to do and i did it and and lvp is literally denying this down to the core to the core it's like i i personally think she's been had i think lvp's been caught and she did have you know, what they say that she had to do with it. I really do believe that. She just didn't think it was going to come out this way. She didn't think um, Teddy was going to turn around and basically sort of now say, you know, you know, I'm not, you know, not not go along with it, not going to go along with your story. And um, it's all happened. And I actually, in a brief moment, actually felt quite sorry for LVP. I really did. I don't know why I felt sorry for her because she's she's literally done wrong. But I just felt sorry for her in that moment where Teddy was confronted because Teddy wasn't afraid. Teddy was not afraid. She was stood there ready. You could see her body language. like, I'm ready for anything you've got to say kind of thing. And um, I don't think she was expecting that. LVP wasn't expecting that at all. Um, and she actually didn't even know what to say. When Teddy called her out on it all and let her know that I've got the proof, here you go. And she she looked uncomfortable. She looked uncomfortable, but she was trying to hide it, but she 100% looked uncomfortable. And I thought, uh-oh, LVP, it's, it's happening. 
it's happening and i can understand now why she is rumor has it she's not coming back um obviously we know it's going to get worse we know the whole situation will get worse because um of what we saw in episode one that's probably to come um i don't see it getting any better i really don't see it getting any better for denise um not denise lisa vanderpump so we'll, we'll have to see um, i'm glad the truth has come out teddy's taking accountability um she's apologized and dorit seems happy with that and but but lvp still denying she had anything to do with it not in the way that anyone thinks and i think you know it is it it, it it came to a head but it's gonna get worse <laughs> that that's basically what's gonna happen i mean the party turned out now this is all happened at the party and denise was in there with her man sort of saying like i think you guys better come in you better come to the party because you're having your own thing situation out here come on in come on into the party and um and we sort of finish up quite nicely that everyone's having fun i mean the ladies are really crunked i mean they've been having the tequila kyle's jacked up you know kyle's dancing dancing around doing the splits the kyle splits that she has to do in every event which i don't mind I ain't mad at i'm just jealous really i always want to do the splits i can do though and she can do box splits as well as uh, she flexible so uh pretty jealous of that um but no so it ends up you know then kyle's having a great time and this is what she ends up doing the splits on the floor and um you know they, they sort of take themselves off home and Dorit and her husband PK. Uh Dorit and PK are in the car on the way home and PK said, like, Well what happened? You know, what do you know what happened what was said and, and Dorit tells him, you know, Teddy's owned her a bit. She said, Yeah, she did try to set me up, but then she she failed and all the rest of it and she's sorry about it and she's you know, basically Lisa Vanderpump needs to own her side and and PK kind of says, Look, I to be honest, I don't think you're gonna get it you're not going to get it through um, from Lisa she's going through a tough time I don't think you're going to get what you want to hear and maybe you just need to be a bit more lenient on her and I think he's right I honestly think it's something like okay well there's no point keep you flogging a dead horse as they say you know she knows what she's done we all know what she's done um you know you could get out of it alive do it you'll be fine um I would just drop it I personally would. I personally would just drop it now. We've got the message. The truth is out because you you've spoken it on camera. The truth is out, and um, you don't need to worry about uh, LVP. To, you know, she's not going to back down. Like, she's not these women. That's like she's got caught in a lie. Her lies been found out. I don't think she'd even admit that. So you you don't think you're going to get anywhere with her. But um, that was the episode. You know, it it kind of ended like that. It was a, it was a decent episode. I enjoyed it. Um, sorry to give you guys an episode the week before, but like I said, it was boring. Okay, and I really can't be wasting the precious time um, podcasting no boring episode. But um, I actually didn't do out New York last week either. New York wasn't too bad, so it was having a rough week, guys. I was having a rough week. It wasn't happening for me. What can I say? Um, but yeah, so New York should be on what well, tonight in America. Uh, but we'll get it in the morning in in the UK. But uh, yeah, that was a fun episode of New York last week. But uh, no, that was that was Beverly Hills, guys. That was Beverly Hills. I was glad we had a decent episode. Um, hopefully, we could continue on with these um, with these episodes that are a bit more interesting. I, I really hope we don't get any more duff ones um, because you know I'm going to be missing out, ain't I? I'm going to be missing out and not being able to. Um, 
give you any more podcasts on that one. But, you know, keep our fingers crossed. We get something decent next week. Well, it, does look like, it does look like it's going to carry on, you know. So um, keep your fingers crossed. And I'll see you next week, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Shady Salome, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Good night, y'all.